Hey, this is Jason Kokenzie. Welcome to Building Wealth Now. Glad that you are here. Welcome to another episode. Today we're going to get right into it. But before we do, hey, thank you to all the subscribers. As always, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your listens. Thank you for your likes. Thanks for your shares. If you're a guest here today, hopefully the information here today will be super helpful to you to change your life, to help you think differently. At Building Wealth Now, we talk about business, residual income, and how to look at your financial future and financial now different. My goal is to help you build wealth now as well as build wealth later. And so I want to help you out with that today. And we're going to talk about when you look at a business, how do you look at long-term potential? All right, so when you look at business, how do you look at long-term potential? I think it's important. People look at business a couple different ways. I want to to help you out to understand, in my opinion, the way you should look at it, but understand there's some variables to that as well. So when I look at a business, I don't want to just look at a business for something I'm going to do for a very short time. I want to build generational wealth. What I mean by generational wealth, generational wealth is something that I can pass on to my kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's my goal. And I want it to be something that is profitable, something that is self-generating after a time, something that if I build it right, will build itself and will ultimately uh, grow potentially and grow exponentially. And yes, there is opportunity with doing that. There are businesses that truly do have that option. But see, a lot of time, people make a lot of mistakes. We're going to go cover the through a couple of mistakes that people do, and I want to help you out. So number one, people often make the mistake of jumping into business but not having exit strategy. Let me help you understand something. Let's say you have kids. I don't care how old they are, but you have kids. Grandkids, great-grandkids. Maybe you, you don't, maybe you don't have any kids. And one day you think in your mind, I would really like to turn this business over to my kids. Hey, question for you. Do your kids even want to do that business? Maybe you're a farmer and farming has been in your family for generation to generation. And your kids are looking at this and saying, the last thing I want to do is be a farmer. Well, you got a problem. And now you don't have an exit strategy. So before you jump into business, one of the biggest mistakes business owners make is they come in with an entrance strategy, how to grow the business, but they don't come with an exit strategy. And instead of being able to sell the business, they run the business into the ground, and now the business is not worth anything. Or maybe they want their children to take it over, but their children don't want to take it over, and now they're in some trouble. You see the problem, right? You see there's all these different types of things here that could happen potentially. So my first recommendation is is don't jump into a business unless you have an exit strategy. Okay? Unless you have an exit strategy. Number two is don't ever assume that your children want to have your business. Now, with that being said, with that being said, Try to make your business as smooth of a transition as possible that potentially your children 
won't have to do any work in the business in the future because it is a true generational business. It is a true residual income business, something that's here for a while and could potentially be again passed on from generation to generation. See, not all businesses can be generational. Just to be a bearer of bad news, hopefully I'm not a bearer of bad news, but a bearer of a reality check. Look, you might have a business that runs for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, and you might make a pretty penny off of it, but at the same time, you need to ask yourself the question, are those 10, 15, 20 years that I'm putting into the business, are they really worth my time, or could I be focusing my effort on something that actually is going to pay well plus be generational? I'm not saying don't necessarily jump in those businesses that you are going to work for 10 years and they're going to pay you a handsome penny. Or a lot of handsome pennies. That's not necessarily a problem, but just need to understand you've got to count the cost before you jump in the business. Now, whenever I look at a business, my goal is to find a business that is a generational business. Do I do all businesses as a generational business? No, but my goal is to find the businesses that I'm doing to put the effort into. I want them to be as pretty much generational as I possibly can. That is my goal. That is my hope. That is my desire. So let me just kind of give you uh, some reality with that as well. I hear a lot of people, in fact, they literally just had this conversation yesterday uh, about somebody who was talking to me about online business and they were trying to argue with me about the point that they believe online businesses could be generational. And I said, I understand where they're coming from, but here's the thing. The online business world is so vulnerable right now. It's so vulnerable. It's so flexible. It's so unknown that it's hard to determine whether or not an online business can be a generational business. He went on to say, well, what about email lists? And I said, well, there's a problem with email lists is that because email lists today, you might have a product that everybody likes, but who says you have a product that everybody likes here in five years from now, your email list goes south. But I understand you can adapt to situations, but here's the other big daunting issue is that if you don't constantly create that email list, and notice I said the word constantly create, that means it's no longer residual income, it is now a passive or linear income, then here's the deal, guys. Eventually, these people are going to die. And you no longer have a business when your email list goes south. What about Facebook? People use Facebook. I use Facebook for business all the time. But, but, Facebook doesn't even understand Facebook yet. Their algorithms are constantly changing every 30 to 90 days. And so because Facebook is still trying to find, uh, figure out Facebook, I'm still trying to figure out Facebook, businesses are still trying to figure out Facebook, and so therefore there's too much vulnerability within an online business world. I own several companies that are in the online world, and I understood that when I came into them, I had to count the cost because there's too many variables out there that would say absolutely no way, no how, no chance that this business could be generational because there's too many variables. See, you've heard me often say, stay in control of your business. And I believe that's absolutely true. But at the same time, guys, there's no business that's bulletproof. So we have to count the cost in everything that we do. We have to make sure that our business is as bulletproof as possible. And so when it comes to generational business, my recommendation is look at everything around and say this business has long-term generational potential as long 
as there's no bizarre scenarios that come in the situation. Now, if you have a business where there's another company completely involved with it, and that company doesn't have a solid foundation, then there's too many variables, and that's potentially not a generational business. Hence why we often say, make sure that you have second sources of income, or third, or fourth, or fifth, or sixth, or seventh, or whatever. In other words, get as many sources of income as you possibly can. But what we want to do is put our time and effort into things that are generational. A lot of people jump into businesses that only last for about five, six, seven years and they work their tail off for little to show or nothing to show. Guys, when I put my effort into a business, I want it to be something that has a generational effect to it. So you're saying, okay, Jason, great. Give me an example. Well, I'm going to tell you one example that somebody yesterday, this, in fact, this exact same person <laughs> tried to tell me uh, that it wasn't a generational business, but uh, after a further conversation, uh, he agreed with me. And I'm not trying to be the Mr. Right. It's not my point. I just, we were having a conversation. And I thought it would need to be said why I do what I do and why he does what he does. But I said, real estate is a phenomenal business to be in for generational wealth. Why? Because land is always going to have value, period. Plus, you have all the tax benefits. And when you have rental properties or whatever the case might be, whether it's multifamily, whether it's commercial, whatever, that is a generational business. That is something that can be passed on from generation, 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 generation. Because here's what we always know. Property is always something that is a need. Now you're saying, well, I thought you said you're trying to make everything where, where your kids might want to take it as well. So it's possible. Sure. Not everyone wants to be in, in real estate. I get that. Uh, but we can still make it as smooth as a transition as possible and, and make it fairly simple for these kids so that they don't have to do a lot of work or any work once that real estate is moving. That's just an idea. There's a lot of other residual income businesses. But my, my goal in helping you, look, if you're going to put the time and effort and behavior into building a business and a business system, wouldn't you rather put it into something that is going to be around for a lot longer than just your lifespan, leaving a legacy for your family and potentially your grandkids, your great-grandkids, etc., etc. Hey, guys, it's better to work smarter than harder, right? You can build a business that becomes very successful and then fades away in five years. Great, but then you have to go do it again. Why not start from the get-go? Real estate's not the only business. That's one of the businesses I do. It's not the only business I do, but it's an, uh, it is a business that is a generational business. So I want to help you, encourage you, think about how you're looking at business. Obviously, this business is a lot for people who probably aren't in business, but maybe you're in a business right now and you're just getting frustrated with it. You know what? Sometimes it's okay to throw in the towel. We actually did another podcast a while ago about that particular topic. But that's the scenario. So how are you looking at the business? Are you looking at it for short-term gains or are you looking for generational wealth? If I were you, which I'm not, but if I were in your shoes, my desire would be to find a generational business that can be passed down over and over and over again. Take a look at a generational business. 
Hey, want to learn more? You can go to our Facebook group. It's a growing community. It's a free community. There's no sales pitch there. It's at themasterace.com. That is the direct link, themasterace.com. I'd love to have you. If you're a subscriber, please jump over there. If you're a guest, please jump over there. If you're a guest on this podcast and you have not hit the subscribe button, hey, do me a favor. I appreciate you being here today. Subscribe, like, share this podcast. Let your friends know about it because here's what I know. Your friends out there, your friends out there are looking to change their lives financially. And I would love to help them, mentor them, teach them. Also let them know about themasterace.com. You guys have a great day. Looking forward to the next time we can spend together on Building Wealth Now. My name is Jason Kokenzie. Have a great day.